I'm Gabi. I go by Gucci or Gabs. I'm so happy to be back. You know, we're season two Shit Talks and we're back and we're better. We're doing things completely different, um, but so much more exciting. You know, in the past, we've had uh, artists, politicians, creatives, organizers, just amazing people from the city come and talk to us, come and talk some shit with us. And so this time we're, you know, we're going to expand the love and bring some more people to talk about the topics that are important to us. And so today we're going to be talking about cannabis and the different forms and, you know, in which we engage with cannabis and the benefits of it. Um, and so we have some amazing guests today. And so I'm going to pass it over to introduce themselves and tell us a little bit about, you know, who you are and what's your creative medium, your pronouns. Um, again, I'm Gabi, I use she, her. I'm a creative and an organizer from Chicago. And I'm going to pass it over here to my right, my left. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, hey, y'all, I'll go back to Tano Daytona. Uh, I'm an audio artist, uh, cannabis progressionist. And, you know, I just personally believe in the way art can heal, you know, uh, the bridges between art and, you know, music and cannabis, honestly. You know, it's, a, it's a, such a wide plant to, you know, draw from and use that I'll just say that for later, honestly. Yeah, I'm going to just pass it off, bro. You know, I'm Tano Daytona, he, him, audio artist, you know, so. Um, <laughs> what do you do? It's NASA, baby. So, hey, man, so I have my own, um, I, uh, he, him, um, I have my own TV show. I basically promote, like, for my TV show, local artists, just like she's, you know, putting artists on her show. So, yeah, so, like, I'm just, we're doing the same thing. Um, I also record music, um, studio, editor, Engineer, the whole nine yards, <laughs> the whole time. So that's 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 me, Massa. Nice to meet y'all. What's up, y'all? I'm Jean. I also go by Jean and Jane. I am a yoga teacher. I also guide meditation classes. I produce all kinds of events that bring people together in community um, to move through our bodies. I think especially. As people of color, we don't necessarily have a lot of access to those spaces where you can feel like you can be in your body and also um, consciously consume weed. Um, and so I'm a lover of weed. I am a board member at Cannabis Equity Coalition. I'm also part of other collectives that really center around healing justice. Thank you. Thank you everyone for being here and thank you so much everyone for watching. I'm so excited to get this conversation started. And, um, you know, like we mentioned, all of us here, you know, we're familiar with cannabis in one form or another. Um, and I just want everyone to, you know, maybe tell us a little bit about, you know, how you're involved with cannabis and how that takes part in like your life and in your work. Um, Jean, would you like to start? Sure. Also, I'm she, her, they, them pronouns. Um, I founded Movements and Medicine, uh, which is a wellness platform and a conscious community of people that um, center uh, them, themselves he, going through their healing journey um, and often we pair movements and meditation um, with, with weed. 
it's called getting high for a reason. So I like to think of it as a way, as a tool to access different parts of our body, our consciousness um, that, you know, in the everyday world, um, anxiety, fear, and the real, you know, <laughs> institutionalized everything, we feel that in our bodies. And sometimes we don't necessarily understand why. Um, and so I like to use ganja as as a way to um to turn off different parts of our brain and turn on other ones same thing with your body um so i like to you know mindfully medicate and then meditate i like to um i think a lot of us too like <clears throat> spend a lot of time up here in our minds just like thinking and so um different movement practices and it could be dance, it could be martial arts, it could be yoga, it could be, it could be, you know, producing music, anything that brings you closer to like your body and your spirit and your soul. Um, I, and I think weed can, can help you do that. So I, I make events um, that help to create space for people to really discover that and how to create a better relationship with themselves, a more loving, kind relationship with themselves through this plant. Um, how about you? What is your relationship? So, um, so my relationship with Mr. Cannabis is we are great <laughs> friends. So like, <laughs> just to start it off, like I actually, um, I really wasn't smoking weed. Like I didn't, I thought weed was low key bad. And because I used to play basketball and I was like really serious about it. Mm -hmm. And like low key, like we would help you with basketball just to like calm your anxiety down during a game. But it would also just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, it was, yeah, you know what I mean? It was a double-edged sword that I had to like literally, literally go through. So I'm like, okay. But then like, I had like a serious event happen to me where weed actually was helping me out. Mm -hmm. So I got shot. That mm -hmm. really helped me with my like injury. And I was injured for like a year and a half. So, like, weed really just helped me out, just, like, mellowed me out. And then I, like, literally, like, took my talents to South Beach, and then I instantly went from basketball to music, music, you know, music stuff, production, TV show stuff, like, just doing, like, you know, just, like, stuff where it's, like, it controls my anxiety. But at the same time, it also, like, it slows me down to make me think. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'll just, I'll be thinking a mile a minute because that's just how I am. I think a lot. Like, I'm always, I got plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G. But then, like, I'll do it so fast. Bro, if I smoke weed, like, you know, it's like, A, B, <laughs> C, yeah. and D. <laughs> you feel me? Like, that's that's just how this is how it is with like you I know to have alcohol. like truckloads of weed to be able to to overdose on weed. So weed is one of the safest substances ever created by God. They actually said you would pass out from carbon dioxide poisoning before you mm. even actually OD on THC. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. like by the time you smoke enough to actually OD off weed, you're asleep from carbon monoxide mm. or dioxide, excuse me. So science. But it's, <laughs> I think it's low key crazy that like people like will literally like you can get arrested for weed stuff, but then like alcohol is like okay. But people actually die from alcohol. <laughs> you know, like, you can just like dial it back to like prohibition. That's what it's easier. It's a lot easier for them to tax them. Like it's just at the base of it, it's a lot easier for them to tax them that you can't just grow in your backyard in your in, inside your house. Like can't just give some to your friends and just you can't just have music crops on. It's harder to make alcohol 
So, you know, it was a time where alcohol was illegal. That's where moonshine came from. Right. You know, cannabis was legal. But, you know, there was uh, racial discrepancies around that, you know, where they was uh, attaching cannabis to black people, you know, around the early 1920s. It made it easier for them to ban cannabis and, you know, reallow alcohol in. And, you know, once they were seeing the way profits were moving, they just kind of kept that going. So now we're here today where people are profiting. That's why they won't let us out of jail, you know, let people out of jail for the cannabis. Because yes. it's like they're making the bread on the other side. They're making it, they got to make their bread somehow. They can't, you know we're not paying the taxes for it. You know, people are still getting their weed underground and backdoor. So it's like, mm. once the, once that culture start actually comes over, then they, and they figure out how to replace those people in jail, then, you know, we may get them to fold for, you know, letting those people out for the war on drugs. But other than that, I don't see them letting go of their profit. And that's the main problem. I talked to some, um, I was talking to somebody who was like, you know, they're born like the 70s. And then I was like, and literally like, they knew uh, my mom. And my mom, she, like, literally, like, eats, like, edibles and stuff. So, like, she already is very in tune with, you know, just weed and stuff and cannabis, you know, oils and all that. And he was like, oh, well, you know, getting high is bad, da 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 The whole time, like, he even said, like, oh, yeah, you know, he, he used to drink a lot. Yeah. He did acid. He did shrimp. I'm like, bro. <laughs> I'm looking at him like, bro, like, literally, you could have, like, died off these things. Like, mm-hmm. if you smoke, true, if you smoke an eighth. You're not gonna die. Like literally, you're just gonna feel really good. <laughs> like you know, what I mean? you gonna That's feel. That's not necessarily true though, because your body, everybody's body, is different. Mm-hmm. Like we, it, it it does come from nature, and then we luckily have these. You know, we it we have an endocannabinoid system where we actually make some of those same sort of molecules that we get from weed that make us feel good, that make us feel calm, that make us feel relaxed, that make us feel hungry, that give us cotton mouth. All of that exists already within our bodies. But for some people, depending on your body's chemistry, like what your base is and like whatever it is is that it, that's in that plant, it can have a totally different effect. I went to the ER because I thought I was going to have a heart attack mm-hmm. after. And this is like 10 years of, you know, like having this relationship with, with weed. And I, I went to the ER. I paid for that, for that trip. I paid for that anxiety trip. Literally, because I didn't know what else to do. I knew that I wasn't going to die, but I was like, I might have a heart attack. So mm-hmm. it is it is safe for the most part. It's safer than other substances. But I think back to the conversation about there's so many different drugs out there. And I feel like it's our responsibility as this current generation, yes, to educate our you know older generations about what different substances are. Um, but also like, we don't know what it was like to be, you know, older than we are. I'm, I'm, thank God I'm in this generation because other generations had it way worse, mm-hmm. way, 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 way worse. Yeah. Cause that's what I really think is really the connotation, the negative connotation that comes to cannabis is like, people don't outside of them, like not knowing what terpenes or things that they, you know, tend to like, like I like linen oil and lemonade, like. You know, limonene is like really like the the lemony, like when you smell like lemons and shit on weed, and then like linoleum is like lavender and shit. Like you know, that's heavy in runs, you know that type of shit. So it's like I know I like my weed to calm me down because I be anxious and things like that. But then you have other excited. You have like you have terps that excite you, like myrcene and things like that. That if I get that in my weed, I'm definitely taking that back to the store. Like I'm cool. (laughs) Like you know, it's uh, it's anything like like Jack Harris shit. Fucking hate it. And it's like you know, it's just not really. 
for me. But, you know, it's other people that, you know, that be real chill, that will want something that'll heighten, you know, uh, spark their cerebral, you know, something that makes them a little more attentive, a little more hyper. And then again, I want something that makes me a little more calm. And that's just on the THC side of weed. You know, we still not even talking about CBD where it's not as psychoactive, you know. So it's like, again, all it's just really just ignorance around it. And then, you know, that's outside of doshas. Like, you know, I, we can sit here and smoke a, we can, we can sit here and smoke a tray, but, you know, somebody, somebody else, you know, uh, they may need, you know, they may have them a little 0.5 or like even the dog walker, uh, dog walker little mini, the yeah, the pre cones, yeah, those are like, it's a half eighth split between five of them, you know, that's like 0.3 a joint, you know, that's like what some people need, you know, to at least curve, come on this curve of cannabis, because again, we have to remember, we've been ingesting this for years, and like, we didn't have access to a lot of the knowledge and a lot of the sciences out here, we was just, you know, shooting it blind, but that's where a lot, I feel like that common denominator is where all of us are coming from, it's just that you don't like we've all made it to the other side of going through the dangers of cannabis and you know we all feel like we i i'll say i'm a better person from going through you know experiencing cannabis and like learning how to like deal with it and you know shit, just the uses of it and you know the potential dangers of it you know you can you can always have too much of a good thing you know so oh it's just, yeah, but also let's not even confuse like some people low key will confuse can like they'll have some cannabis or some weed but whole time it's gate too <laughs> like <clears throat> like you feel me like and it's really easy to confuse that because I definitely had somebody do K2 and like they didn't know and that definitely was the worst day of their life you feel me and they were like oh I'm never gonna smoke again but then like Two years later, I'm like, okay, this is not K2. I don't know who you were smoking with, but, like, this is not K2. And they were like, yeah. oh, this is way better. Because, like, mm -hmm. bro, K2 had, like, so many different side effects for different people. She said she went blind for, like, two hours. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how you go blind? Like, what? Like, of course, if, like, somebody was, like, thinking about weed in that term, like, oh, it might look like K2. Something might happen to me. Like, yeah, I can see why they might think it's bad. But it's like, that at the same time, that's like, who, who are you trusting? Like, yeah. who was that? Like, who gave you that and was, like, lying to you about it? So, like, that's why I think, like, the government should literally get into it. Just because it's, like, people literally will set you up for sabotage. And the then government have... is into it, though. Right. And they've sabotaged us. Oh, yeah. Whole time. It's a, it's a, it's a double negative. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, right, right. It's, like, it's a double negative. Like, it's really a double negative. Because, like, sometimes, you know, you could do it and then it's not safe. Where it's, like, you know, you're doing it and don't even know who this is. Like, so it's, like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like... Man, it's just it's a big it's a big double negative, especially for the people in jail right now that are like or in prison for like literally possession of cannabis. I think like the relationship with like the like how we associate weed has definitely changed. Like and like and I think it's changed like obviously throughout our lifetime, but like even within the past like five years, mm -hmm. I would say like I feel like it went from like being like, Oh, like I don't know if like I necessarily want to tell like someone like that I don't like a coworker that like I smoke or anything to like now people over here like having weed bars and like you know what I'm saying everyone's on TikTok like you know what I'm saying all these like I feel like this industry's been you know what I'm saying taken over by people who didn't necessarily start you know what I'm saying like were involved in the process of like you know what I'm saying like actually using weed whether it's like you know what I'm saying like personal use or selling or anything like that and dealt with the consequences of that mm -hmm. and are serving time for that mm -hmm. and I just think it's interesting though because like 
you know, like we're we're sitting here, right? We were like we're able to have like a whole conversation about weed, but there's people who are doing time still. And at the same time, like we also got people who are, you know, have whole dispensaries and none of them are like owned by black or brown people mm-hmm. in the city. And yet we still got people serving time. You know what I'm saying? And people, even when they're not serving time, like just they're out, but they still gotta like, you know, be careful of not getting caught up with anything again or if it's it, you know, it's back to serving, you know what I'm saying? So I would say, you know, how do you guys feel? Personally, like having seen, like I feel like we all kind of talked about growing up, like you know, we definitely had a much more negative, you know, um, association to it, and now it feels like it's like just more relaxed, like people can talk about it like uh, more casually. But as it is getting like popular now, and how that's changed, like how do you guys personally feel about that? Uh, we again, we kind of spoke on it like off camera, but like I think the. Uh... This is gonna take some time for the culture to come around. We like, you know, if we can keep it frank, I think that shit bogus. Mm-hmm. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, big business is going to find their curve, and you know, we have to find some type of compromise for us to at least get our foot in the door on like, you know, rectification on people that have literally cultivized like what's going on out here. Mm-hmm. Like, we got a lot of uh, like again, you know, the culture of like. Just to keep it frank again, like, why can these people line up and get around the block on the dispensaries and things like that? You could never have it in the hood. Like, you still to this day can't have it in the hood. And, you know, but these people are allowed to not only charge 60 and 8, but put $30 worth of taxes on it. And it's like, that being said, like, they're still going to find their money and they're still going to find a way to funnel it back in the system. But the whole issue of letting those people free is they have to replace those people in jail. You know, we're going to keep it frank and, you know, just going to keep it. The prison industrial complex, we understand that that's a business. Mm-hmm. We're going to understand that they lose money if they free these people, if we actually give them their rights and things yeah. like that, you know. So once, like, um, once they figure out where they're going to be, once they figure out where they're going to find these people to put back, to replace in these jails and things like that, like, whatever law they're going to figure out how to, like, you know, super finesse again to just, you know, inflict on lower impoverished people, then... I don't see them like giving us any room or any go on that law though. You know, um, like not that law, but the people that have taken ills from said yeah. laws. So Yeah. <laughs> but you know. Man, you basically just set the Bible right there, bro. Like literally the government is bogus. Like they need to stop playing. At this point, it's just like, bro, we're we're getting to a point where Everybody's being more mature about it. Everybody's being more aware of it. Everybody's being just more smart. Like, we're just being smarter about everything, not just cannabis, but everything. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we know the difference between something that's like, no, and there's something that's like, all right, this is okay for literally anybody. Like, it just all depends on the type of person you are. Like you said, like, you know, somebody, you know, might trip over, you know, having a point three or something, like it starts tweaking, but then that's them just figuring out themselves. We can sit here and talk about like the positive effects and the healing and like how powerful of a of a medicine and plant and like you know what I'm saying the ways in which it's really helped us individually but also like you know even people who you know in the past maybe wouldn't like want to try it and, and realize like oh my god there's so many ways to get involved like you may not even have to smoke the plant like you know there's oils exactly. there's different ways in which so many people can be uh, you know using weed as a healing source you know but at the same time. You know, while all that is still true and like we obviously want to have a conversation about that because like that's real, like it is healing and it is like a tool that can help so many, has helped so many people, is helping so many people. Um, at the same time, though, there are people doing real time and there are people who, you know what I'm saying, who I mean, and that's all a part of it. And I don't think that it's not like we can 
only have like an uplifting conversation about it. I think we have to have like a well-rounded, like real ass conversation about it. Like I think it would be really irresponsible and only perpetuate harm on people if we don't talk about the the darkness of cannabis, not as a plant, but as the industry and the history of the war on drugs. It's still a present circumstance. People mm-hmm. are, yes, they're still in prison because of this plant. And then when people get out, you know, there's so many blockages too. Once, when you get out, you know, like it blocks you from getting a good job. It blocks you from getting good. Right. It blocks you from damn near having a life, you know? Like personally, I feel like, um, and I and I also like grew up where like weed has such a negative, like, like you know what I'm saying? Like they thought of people who like smoke weed as like, consume weed and like they were on some like heavy shit like some super like addictive and it's all misinformation right and it's like not just misinformation but obviously like people benefit out of like what we don't know and like you know like putting all these stereotypes and all these like just you know what i'm saying things that are out to get us um so like i feel like even like my introduction into weed was definitely like oh shit like oh you know what i'm saying like i was like what am i doing you know what i'm saying like oh i hope no one ever finds out you know what i'm saying and then once you're on the other side of that um, you know what I'm saying? And and I think it's just so wild to me how like just the misconceptions of weed in general. And I've been like as I've like gotten older, like personally, like, you know, I like I struggle with, you know, like depression and anxiety. And I feel like, man, sometimes like I, you be trying to like do life like you know what I'm saying, like oh, no, exactly. solo and it's like it's bad. <laughs> and it's just crazy how much like it really you can like just censor you like, can come back to center and be like, okay, like you said, you know, like you know, you think fast and you got A, B, C, but like all of a sudden it's like, okay, true. Let me just we start with this, you Everything's know? better with a bag of weed. <laughs> 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 you know, but... Again, like I was saying earlier, it's like a compromise. It's a compromise thing. If we want to eventually have the culture where people are, where the marginalized people who are pushed this culture for are getting their rewards for it. Like we have to like do some type of voting and meeting on their end meeting in the middle and agreeing because like on the legal side i would want this to be as free as possible but big bucks is what's pushed is what's pushing uh legal lobbying in our country so it's like you know it's gonna be hard for us to get like for us to like unless we really get enough engine behind this fight it's gonna be hard to tell motherfuckers we can't have the cresco lounge you know to get these other lounges and things like that you know like i feel like that's I feel like it's bullshit that we can't do that, but like that's what's going on in our country. Just keep it flat, you know. Yeah. So, keep it a buck, whole time. You know what I'm saying? That's why keep it a buck. But also, like, I feel like it's it's still our responsibility, even mm-hmm. if they don't making noise though. Exactly. Having the pushback, that's still that's still important, you know, because history is gonna remember. Like people's history is gonna remember the people. Um, but I. Yeah, I, I think it's still important for us to do what we what we can. You of course. Know? Yeah, mm-hmm. people got to make it known again, you know, just to push the culture forward. That's how we got here in the yeah. first place. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I was just, you know, speaking on both sides of the coin. But at the end of the day, like, again, it's so, so much to the conversation mm-hmm. that you can't really touch on all the points and make. I can't make full points. Like, no, that we can make a series to. just on canvas, you know. You know, but so like, if there's something though that you know you would want people to take away, and that, and then you know, it doesn't have necessarily be like fun fact, but you know, but it's just like <coughs> on your own personal take, like, um, you know, what's something that you guys would want people to to take from this conversation? 
Take your I'm, time, but be open minded. Just like everything else, like people feel like they can't teach an old dog new tricks, but you know, just give yourself time to understand that there's always something out here that you don't know about, and there's always something out here that's can expand your mind as a human being. You know, so as I like, that's just if you treat the culture of cannabis that way, you'll you will find something that you know will benefit. Like there's even people that don't use cannabis. You know that mm-hmm. well, they don't use. Uh, yeah, literally cannabis, you know, people that attach to CBD and other, you know, cannabinoids and things like that, that they tend to chase. So is is uh, there's a lot of knowledge and a lot for you to learn. There's some there's a way for you to get into it if you're open minded enough to expand as a human being, period. We've saved my life. Let it save you. <laughs> period. Like, well, King, like if I told you like what happened in my life. Literally saved my life. Literally, you should go go try it out yourself, man. Like I don't know, like man, it's, it's kind of cool sometimes, man. You know, we can have a good conversation sometimes. I think low key we mess around and stop, you know, racism. You know, if I can get high, and, hey man, I don't know why you don't like me, bro, but you cool. Sometimes you cool too. I don't even know why I didn't look like you, bro. Exactly, we both high and just nice and happy. All right, after you high, you might not like me again, but hey, at least we got to that point. You feel me? We can break some barriers with this, man. Let's go. Let's get it done. Done. <laughs> Yeah, if you haven't tried weed and you're curious about it, I would say go go slow and go low. Don't just take a dive in. If you don't know how to swim, you don't just go and dive into the deepest part of the pool. You take a you dip your toe. Um, <laughs> you know. I learned that the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, I'll draw the Disney World. <laughs> and, to, and to that point, you know, like what is okay for me might not be okay for you. How much it takes for you to get to get high or, or to feel how you want to feel is, is it can look totally different. So it is, we have the privilege to now be able to experiment. Um, you know, you can go to a dispensary if you're 21. Um, but if you can go to dispensary, find a local weed person and support a local grow, support somebody who is growing in their garage, in their backyard, as a side hustle, support that person. Support your your friend or your friends your friend's friend that like makes their own oils, makes their, makes their own edibles or whatever. There are so many people out there that you know are doing it you know with their own resources, their own time, and they're actually putting love into into this plant, into this edible or whatever it is. Um, so support your local weed person um, and try something new if you're smoking. Um, and if you're already an avid uh, consumer and you want to get connected deeper into um, advocating, not just for, for self, uh, but advocating for others, especially for folks who have been most impacted, please um, um, take the initiative and, and look up organizations um, like the Coalition, like Chicago Normal, um, that are doing um, important work around the cannabis industry. Awesome. Thank Period. you guys so much. <laughs> uh, thank you, team. Shit talks. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Everything's better with a bag of weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, gotta go a different way. Please, Lord, don't take me away. Please, Lord, don't. Didn't know my greatest threat is a cop that started today. All type of different cops, like all type of different ops. 
I see some similar, won't trust a copper or R.I.P. scamming. Went to visit where he passed away. While I was getting handcuffed and detained, almost got taken away. If you're a good cop working with a dirty cop, well, you're no better than them. You're here to serve us, not to harm us and protect from the evils out there. Who's gonna stop y'all when y'all are committing the sin? I'm leaving in God's hands. Who would have thought my skin would get me killed? Damn, who would have thought that I made it? All the odds I beat were racing appearance. Who could really contain me? The more we grow, the more we hurt them, bro. Cause we've been oppressed for generations. My people are tired of just being tired. You fight for your right and your heart's desire. Don't need a lie and I don't need a cry. Raise up your fist, we got the power. Working together, take down the line. All that I see, my mind is flying. You say that you're helping, I know you're lying. Cause all our communities starve and cry. Bro, cause they starve and cry. Yeah.